Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking UFC. Straight up, the lightweight championship changing hands. Anthony Pettis, thought to be unbeatable, gets lit up like the White House Christmas tree by Rafael Dos Santos, who came in with a messed up MCL. I mean, his knee was all messed up. The guy came into the fight hurt. Fought hurt and won. One going away. One every round. Sort of hurt the champion early on. And uh, later on it was discovered the champion had discovered had suffered a knockout. A knockout. A concussion. So Anthony Pettis in trouble. Will he be back? Yeah, but right now he's not the UFC lightweight champion anymore. Brazil's celebrating, of course, the return of, of, of the championship to Brazil. I mean, this is where it all started down there in Brazil. Rio de Janeiro. Helio, Helio Gracie, his brother Carlos, has started J.C. JC uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu. And then before you know it, that became what we know as the Ultimate Fighting Championships. But, you know, they have a rich tradition down there, and they didn't have too many champions. In fact, the only champion they had, and he's probably about to lose his title come July, I'm talking about Jose Aldo, the 145 pound uh, featherweight champion, going to take on Conor McGregor. They're doing a world tour. Conor might beat that butt, man, but straight up. We do have a Brazilian champion, Rafael Bill Santos and Junior Al, uh, Jose Aldo. So that's two champions out of the entire UFC mix. Not looking too good for the country for it all started. But lots of boxing to talk about as well. Sergey Kovalev, the World Light Heavyweight Champion. Lots of stuff. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves. And the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. 
Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count, and Foreman is as poised as can be. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. You're doing the Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That was the Stumbling Tom Bowes, courtesy of the computer. Oh, man. Tom would be choking right now. You are doing the Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Of course, we'll switch gears and talk MMA in about 15 minutes here on Sports Byline. Of course, we are live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, of course, all over the world via the fabulous Internet. There's not an Internet platform out there. I mean, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, SportsByline.com, RingTalk.com. There's all these different Internet platforms out there. So, But there's one that you can take RingTalk anywhere you go around the world. I mean, and it'll tell you, hey, RingTalk's happening. I'm talking about iHeartRadio. That's right. Go to iHeartRadio.com, download the free app, and you can take RingTalk live anywhere you go via your smartphone or your tablet or listen online. They got it going on, both live presentations and delayed shows at ringtalk.com. Now, before I get to some of the fights tonight, uh, some of the news this week in the world of boxing, of course, this past month, uh, you know, there's been some, some history in this past month. 25 years ago, of course, in February, uh, Iron Mike Tyson was melted down uh, into aluminum foil by Buster Douglas over there in Japan and probably the biggest upset in sports history. Then a month later, we have Julio Cesar Chavez and the senior, 
And Meldrick Taylor, <clears throat> 123, 127 years old. Meldrick Taylor, the uh, 1984 Olympic gold medalist, the MVP of the Games. I mean, looking so good. He was a guy. They thought he was going to be like a boxing god. But he got into this fight with Chavez in March of 1990, and it was a war. It was a give-and-take war back and forth and back and forth. I mean, and, and, and although Meldrick was winning on points, he was winning in a style that was not favorable to his torso. In other words, he was willing to take it in order to give it. And that's that Philadelphia gym mentality. And you know what? It doesn't always pay off. And in the 12th and final round, maybe about 15 seconds left to go, he got knocked down. I mean, he got hurt and he was knocked down. So Meldrick was down. So he's five rows away from me. I'm five rows back, center ring. And to the left of me is Meldrick Taylor and referee Richard Steele. So I'm looking in Steele's eyes and I'm looking at Meldrick Taylor respond to Steele, looking at Steele. Well, he wasn't looking at Richard Steele, the referee, which is your responsibility when you get up from a knockdown. You have to listen to the referee because he's controlling the, he's a sole arbiter, okay? He can stop the fight. You've got to pay attention to him. Hey, I'm okay. Hey, yeah, I'm all right, okay? Instead, when Steele asked Meldrick, are you okay? Meldrick, Meldrick looked over at his corner where Lou Duva was his trainer, that 400-pound guy, eh, maybe 350, but this 350-pound man is jumping up and down in the corner, and he's up on the ring apron, and he's distracting his fighter. So his fighter, instead of looking at the referee and paying attention, he's already stunned, he's been concussed, he's hurt, okay? He's paying attention to Lou Duva on the ring apron. So referee Richard Steele asked him once and then twice. But see, when you look at HBO, all you see is that corner. You don't get to see the whole ring. You don't get to see the Duvas in the right-hand side of the picture had the screen been been widened about 10 or 15 feet. <clears throat> you don't see Lou Duva up there on the on the apron causing this this commotion, okay? That's what cost Meldrick Taylor the fight, not referee Richard Steele. Steele had no decision. People say, well, there was only a few seconds left. doesn't matter how much time is left. If you're talking to a fighter and you ask him, hey, are you okay? Hey, Meldrick, are you okay? Look at me. Talk to me. And you won't do any of the above? You're supposed to let him go out there and fight. And there's no telling that Steele knew how much time was left in the round. Nobody knew. I don't think so. I mean, we knew it was the waning seconds of the round, but <clears throat> it wasn't like New York City and there's a big red light flashing above the ring. I don't think so. Not that night at the Las Vegas Hilton. But it was a tremendous evening. No question about it. And, of course, Chavez went on to superstardom. Melzer Taylor went on to punch drunk syndrome. And that's just the way some guys go, winners and losers. And, of course, had he won that night, Maybe he'd have been able to, to survive uh, psychologically. But I think that, that loss just destroyed him psychologically. From that point forward, Meldrick Taylor was a shadow of his former self. I mean, if you hear him on the radio, he can't even sign his name. When it comes to autographs now, he signs Mel. And that's like, that's, that's, and that's an effort. Okay, Mel, M-E-L. That's what he signs. And he used to be articulate and sharp kid, of course, out of the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, PA. But sharp, articulate. Good little talker, fun guy to be around. Then came that Chavez fight, 1990. Never the same guy afterwards. Of course, never the same guy. Spent some time in the hospital. Um, Chavez was at the press conference the next day. But guess what? There was no Meldrick Taylor to be found. Anyway, the bottom line was Ishi Smith, the former contender TV star. Of course, that was that TV series that Sylvester Stallone and NBC put together with Ray Leonard, I believe, about, about 10 years ago, 2004, somewhere around there. Anyway, uh... He 
popped off this week and called it the worst stoppage in boxing history. And I don't know if he was trolling on the Internet and using the fact that he's a former world champion and things like that to get this to draw this kind of attention. But, you know, it, it's bull. I mean, it's absolute. It's absolutely totally ridiculous. And, and had you been there, you would have known this. And had you read the books, had you read uh, a little bit on the fight, you'd have known this. Okay, but, you know, people don't read. People in this day and era, this this era of the Twitter thing where you where you spell words wrong and text and stuff like that, people just don't read anymore. I mean, I noticed it in the in the news in the articles we run at ringtalk.com, not that all of them are are worthy of reading, but they are. Anyway, but um uh you, you see people popping off and making comments that have absolutely nothing to do, nothing, nothing to do with the article itself. Ask me why, I just don't know. Straight up we're talking light heavyweights for the moment. Of course, the light heavyweight champion of the WBO. I'm talking about Mr. Sergey Kovalov, still undefeated now. And, you know, Gene Pascal put up a good fight last Saturday night, but it wasn't enough. I mean, it's just not enough. I don't think there's a guy out there at 175 that can beat Kovalov. I think he's like third, 25 and 0 now, 26 and 0, 23 wax. I mean, he had that one technical draw in which a headbutt uh, sort of called the fight a draw when actually he was killing this guy and the guy got butted and got cut and sore. That was an easy way, out, easy way out. But I'm telling you, he's the real deal. And eventually, he and Adonis Stevenson, the reigning, uh, I was the WBC title, no, he's the IBF title holder, and I think he's the Ring Magazine champion, the Linear champion. They're gonna go. They're gonna do it. These guys are gonna go back and forth. But Al Heyman's got to make this fight. And when I say Al Heyman, folks, I'm talking about the most powerful man in boxing right now. I mean, he's the godfather of it all. Uh, he's, he, he's got like 140 fighters in the contract. Most of the better and the elite fighters are under his, his umbrella. And, of course, he did this with music back in the day and brought guys like Bobby Brown of the New Edition, made them millionaires. And made guys that wouldn't have been millionaires, millionaires. He knows how to make his clients money. And he does the same thing with his fighters, of course, that uh, that uh, that first card on NBC, what two weeks ago? Straight up, of course, the main event, Adrian Broner, uh, co-main event, not looking that good against Mister Molina, but you know he went the route, and of course the main event, Keith Thurman remained undefeated by uh, taking out just just beating down Robert Guerrero. Of course, Guerrero says that that Thurman's one that went to the hospital afterwards. We well, had a lump on his head, was caused by some contusion or a bump of the heads or or a punch. Regardless, Thurman won the fight and he won the fight going away and. That shows that he, I think he has some ability at welterweight. Is he the best welterweight out there? Probably not. I still think Kel Brook, he is the IBF title holder out of the U.K., and he'll be talking about him in the upcoming days. Of course, he's got a title defense coming, but he is the man. I think he's the man right now at welterweight. Now, if he can stay without you know getting stabbed or shanked because the guy was stabbed, he was stabbed in, in Spain, he was stabbed at home, I mean, the guy's been shanked a couple of times, and what are the odds of being stabbed once in your life, let alone twice in your life? Huh? Come on. Who is this? My man, Glenn Campbell, little Glenn, doing this for my aunt, Aunt Julie. Of course, I saw Glenn Campbell's last show, 2012. Wow, it's been that long. Napa, California. He's got Alzheimer's now, but... What a great performer, probably one of the greatest guitar players of all time, just that nobody really knew. He could play like Hendrix. This guy was amazing. Just nobody knew because he was stuck in that country genre. Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Ball and continues right after this. Just as good even when closed your eyes. I apologize to anyone who can truly. 
Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... Wait till something happens to your family or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote. 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it and use it for whatever you want. Call toll free. 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 800 631 9229. 800 631 9229. Call Lear Capital now. 800 631 9229. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. I'm not invincible. Uh, the great Floyd Mayweather isn't invincible. Nobody's invincible. You just have guys that are really, really good at what they do. And, 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 and that's just what it is. But anybody can be knocked out. Anything can happen in that ring. And that's why boxing has the buzz and intrigue that it has. And that's why it'll never die because... I'm a huge sports fan. I watch all sports, but it's, it's something. It's one thing to watch a team sport, but it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. I've been walking. 
Glenn Campbell's only number one hit. Hit all the charts. Number one. Rhinestone Cowboy. That's dedicated to my buddy Spider Bynum, who had left us. Checked out of the Hotel of Life, March 25th, 2013. Coming up on two years. Spider, we remember you. An article about him at ringtalk.com. A couple of the articles at ringtalk.com this week. Of course, Larry Holmes tearing into, uh, <laughs> tearing into both the Klitschko's. And, of course, you know, Larry doesn't like George Foreman. He never liked George Foreman. In fact, when, you know, Larry and I both are of the opinion, and because people told us this, different people told us, that George got a German Shepherd to jump off, jump off a balcony to his death just to prove that George could do it. Okay? Now, Ron Weathers told me that. That was uh, Foreman's personal business manager there. He's still alive and living in Texas, I believe. Okay? So he told me that, and then somebody else told... Larry Holmes that. So we both heard it from different people, and we both, you know, brought it up one day when we were talking, and then we brought it up on the radio as well. And we just think that, you know, George is not the the happy-go-lucky, the Burger King guy that I think that you everybody thinks he is on TV. I think he's perpetrated one of the bigger frauds in the uh, American public by just being a nice guy. I used to watch him spar with guys my size, 165, 170-pounders. The guy's 225 230 pounds, and lifting him out of the ring and things like that, sparring with guys half his size. Put it this way, George Foreman, not the nice guy in my experiences. I mean, you know, I've interviewed him, and I've, I've, I've done his fights. I did a couple of his fights as far as doing television for, for the George Foreman comeback and things like that. And I got to see George in some, in some different lights. In fact, we had a, a get-together one time in Sacramento, California, which a an auto dealer up there put together a lot of money and brought in Ali, uh, Larry Holmes, George Foreman, and I want to say Joe Frazier was there, but it wasn't Joe. I think, it, no, it was Ken Norton. That's what it was. It was Ken Norton. That was a night that Muhammad Ali, of course, he had those three historic fights with Ken Norton. And the third one, the first one he lost, got his jaw broken, that 10-round decision down there in L.A. And then the second round, of course, he's coming back, winning a close decision. And the third time, a very... Uh, give-and-take fight in which he took a lot of punishment there in, in Yankee Stadium in New York City, and, of course, Muhammad Ali prevailing by decision. But that was a night that Muhammad Ali walked up to Ken Norton. He said to him, champ, champ, you know that last fight? I, th- I think you got the better of it. And that was an amazing, just am- an amazing admission. I mean, it was just history. Nobody, I, w- I was there, Harold Smith was there. And the aforementioned Larry, Larry Holmes, I mean, it was just an amazing evening, no question about that. Speaking of amazing, everybody's talking about drug testing, right? Well, Manny Pacquiao, of course, for this big super fight with Floyd Mayweather, the one that was supposed to go off in 2010, which I think uh, for the sake of finances didn't go off in 2010. I think they're going to make a lot more money now in 2015 when they hook it up May the 2nd at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, of course, sold out in like 20 minutes. But that just means the, the hotels bought all the tickets. That's what I mean. All the hotels bought the tickets for their high rollers. They want to send them to the Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather fight. Okay, so very few tickets will be available to the public, I believe. Anyway, this fight should have took place in 2010. It didn't happen. It'll go down May the 2nd. Uh, Last Saturday, representatives of the U.S. Anti-Doping Association arrived at Manny Pacquiao's training camp in Los Angeles, California, unannounced, and they uh, had Manny give up some both blood and urine. They drew blood, and he gave up some urine. Of course, that was the first drug test, and I guess Mayweather will be randomly tested as well. But that was the sticker. That was the impediment. That was the 
thing that didn't make the fight happen in 2010. Of course, now it's happening. The biggest fight of all time as far as money is concerned. Floyd Mayweather guaranteed something like $120 million. Where it's coming from, I don't know. That, I think, is the biggest mystery uh, of the 21st century, is that where is Floyd Mayweather drawing this fan base from? I mean, he's not all that entertaining. This is not Muhammad Ali. This is not Sugar Ray Leonard. It's not Roberto Duran. It's not even Thomas Hearns. Okay, it's just Marvin Hagler. Uh, it, he just doesn't rank up there as far as those those iconic fighters are concerned. And yes, is he undefeated? Oh yeah, no question about it. Has he beaten everybody he's fought? Yeah, no. But he's you know, he's been very uh, selective in, in 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 choosing who he fights. He fought Marcos Medina twice in 2014. We didn't need to see the first fight, let alone the second fight. Sort of, like it was like eating a sandwich a second time. The same sandwich. You regurgitated it and had to eat it again. That ain't happening, okay? Mayweather doesn't deliver when it comes to the entertainment factor. He just doesn't. I mean, you need to, I, I purposely, I'll tell you, if I have to watch his fights, and if I've got to pay for him, I've got to take a drug in order just to buy the pay-per-view. It's called Viagra, pay-per-view Viagra. To get up for a Floyd Mayweather fight, I need pay-per-view Viagra. I'm telling you. It's just the excitement factor is not there. What What is drawing these people to want to watch him? Is that they want to see him get beat? Is that is this the Muhammad Ali syndrome where that, where the, you know, I don't know if you saw the movie The Greatest. It was like a 1978 movie that Muhammad Ali played himself in. And he had this, this lady following him from fight to fight in the 70s. And I think she finally caught up to him at the Norton fight and said, you know, I've been waiting for you to, for your black, blah, 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 all these different racial expletives uh, to get beat. And she was following him from fight to fight. And he couldn't understand that, you know, the people actually hated him. And there were a lot of people that hated Muhammad Ali. They thought when he, you know, when he became a Muslim, oh, Lord. If, I mean, if you think, if you think conversion to, uh, to being a Muslim today is, is a big controversial, you should have thought, uh, you should think about what it was like in the 60s, 1964, 63, 65. Malcolm X is running around the nation of Islam. Of course, the, uh, dishonorable Elijah Muhammad. They call him the honorable Elijah Muhammad, but my my facts and checks on his life were not all that glorifying. I won't get into that. But the bottom line is, of course, he promoted Muhammad Ali. He was the manager of Muhammad Ali, and he got a dollar for every dollar that Muhammad Ali made. And it's sort of like the Colonel Tom Parker Elvis Presley deal, a buck for a buck. Okay, so for every buck that Ali made, the Muslims got a buck. And Herbert Muhammad, who was Elijah Muhammad's son, was, was Muhammad Ali's manager. He was the guy that forced Ali into that first fight with Joe Frazier when Joe Frazier, when Joe Frazier had the upper hand. Muhammad Ali was not ready for that fight. Yeah, was he undefeated 31-0? Was it March 8th, 1971? Yes. Had he had two fights coming back, the three-round fight with Jerry Corey, and I think the 12 or 13 or 14-round fight he had with uh, Oscar Bonavena? Yeah, he had like 16 rounds under his belt after three and a half years, and he went in to fought the most fight the most ferocious fighting machine of his time. I'm talking about smoking Joe Frazier. When Joe was on, when Joe was just in your face. Joe was Mr. Aggression. Joe was, look, I'm here to kick your bleep. And that's it. Joe wasn't there to shake hands, didn't want to say hello to you, didn't want to meet your wife, none of that kind of stuff. He was there to beat you up, get paid, and go home. That was Joe Frazier. He showed up, of course, undefeated, the recognized world champion by a lot of people. Uh, many sanctioning bodies, the, the New York State Athletic Commission, of course, which led the stripping of Muhammad Ali, while Ring Magazine, all throughout that three and a half years that Muhammad Ali was off from like 1967, I believe, to 1970, um, Ring Magazine, and I think the WBC as well, still recognize him as the world heavyweight champion. 
They did. No question about that. Speaking of Ali, 73 years old, of course, this past January. Frail. Very frail. Um, not making any public appearances of late. He's really frail. People tell me that, you know, it, it, it won't be long. I've heard that. And, of course, I've been hearing that for a long time. But the won't be long thing, it, it's just not good. Because, you know, heroes like that, superheroes, you know, people that are, in, that are held on such a, a pedestal that, that they're beyond iconic. I'm talking about Muhammad Ali, the most recognizable figure in the entire world. I mean, there's not a face that's more recognizable right now than any. I'm anywhere. More, I'm telling you right now, he's 73 years old, and his face is known throughout the world. I mean, there are people that know him that don't know Putin, that don't know Obama, 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 okay? Whatever his name is, the president. Of course, I'm just so slight at him right now because some of my listeners out there are very anti-Obama. But the bottom line is, you know, Muhammad Ali is doing his thing, 73 years old. Will he make the 74? I don't know, but... Is life really worth it? I'm asking you the question. This because I'm getting up there in age as well. But is life really worth it if life is living on medication and being like a zombie and things like that? Is life really worth it? I, you know, I question that. I watch my mother, you know, slowly die. I watch my uncle slowly die. And I just don't know if that's the way to go. I think I just want to check out quick. I really do. Tonight, the WBA 130-pound title is going down in Mexico, folks. A guy by the name of... Emmanuel El Pollo Lopez, 17-4-1, and Carlos Valoy Padilla will hook it up. And I think if you've got Mexican TV or you know how to get up there on the um, Internet, as far as the foreign websites are concerned, you can watch that fight on TV. But not a whole lot of boxing, per se, this weekend. And, of course, next weekend and the upcoming weekends, we've got all kinds of boxing. Of course, the heavyweight championship going to go down in a couple weeks when Brian Jennings of Philadelphia challenges Vladimir Klitschko and gets annihilated. Just not in the same league. Pitchko, 38 years old, but head and shoulders, not only because he's six foot seven, but head and shoulders above the rest of the game. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is my man, Junior Walker. Of course, this was recorded at Hitsville, USA, Detroit, Michigan. I was in that studio. You can just feel the magic of that place. It was in the basement of Barry Gordy's house on West Grand Boulevard in Detroit, Michigan. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. I need business phone service that sounds great. Tired of the monkey business? Easy Office Phone is serious when it comes to business communications. Custom built for your needs, Easy Office Phone provides optimized voice quality to guarantee you make yourself heard. For a limited time, get the first month of phone service and three months of video conferencing free when you purchase select Panasonic phones. Get started today at easyofficephone.com. That's easyofficephone.com. No more monkey business. 
Not all waters are created equal, and that's why everyone from athletes and celebrities to weekend warriors are choosing Alchemy. It's the ultimate health and wellness water. Alchemy hydrates you faster, helps balance your body's pH levels, stimulates your metabolic function, and is clinically proven to boost the immune system. Plus, Alchemy's patented water is rich in bioavailable oxygen to improve vitality and performance. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E water.com. It may sound far-fetched, but damaged wood around your home has something in common with automobile repair. I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned, and we'll talk about one of the best repair tools you should have around your home right after this. Can you use a little help from Danny and his crew to tackle your honeydew list? One lucky person will get just that. Danny and the gang will come to your place for a day to help you take care of those repairs that have been piling up. Enter now at todayshomeowner.com slash winDanny. Brought to you by Today's Homeowner, Tight Bond, Leviton, and Brome. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of the United States 21 years of age or older. Void where prohibited. Promotion ends 3-22-15. For official rules and complete details, visit todayshomeowner.com slash rules. Eventually, every home will have some damaged wood. Perhaps it's a porch column with a little water damage or a door jam that had an ill-timed meeting with a piece of furniture being moved. For minor damage that isn't a structural issue, one of the best repair solutions is to fill the gap with automobile body filler. While normally used to repair dents and dings in a car, it makes for a great filler for any wood surface that is painted. The two-part epoxy bonds quickly to the damaged wood surface. It hardens within minutes and once it can be sanded smooth, primed, and painted. Automobile body filters should only be used for cosmetic repairs, but the beauty of the product is that the damage that was once an eyesore is now completely invisible. I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. This is Bart Shore, and I want to invite you to visit InternetFM.com. This great site has online stations streaming rock music 24-7, hundreds of podcasts with on-demand music, sports, and talk programs. Also get daily features, music news, and useful links. Our radio stations have limited or no commercials at all. InternetFM.com. It's totally free. No sign-up required. If you love music, then InternetFM.com is for you. Also on Facebook at InternetFM. Beautiful job of turning her back over, but Kaufman being stubborn, coming back up to her knees, keeping her balance, looking at her rolling her back over. Yeah, and that arm lock she's got, Pat, where she's holding her bicep, that's stopping it. Kaufman's lone loss came via, and it's over! Rowdy Ronda Rousey continues to amaze me! Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I would never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried anything, I'd be like, hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Check it, 40 and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Violent. Of course, USC going down tonight and Brazil, the home, of course, where this whole theory of ultimate fighting started. Of course, back in the day when Caesar Gracie and his brother got together, Helio Gracie, circa 1925, 1930, and started to put together this jujitsu kind of stuff. And of course, it became the the groundwork as far as the USC fighting championships are concerned. And then the Americans sort of took over. Because if you look at the current weight classes right now, of course, 125 pounds is the slightest man's uh, division. That's Demetrius Johnson. He's an American, 135. <clears throat> Mr. Dillashaw out of Sacramento, California, T.J. Dillashaw, 145. Uh, the One of the two 
champions from Brazil, Jose Aldo, a longtime champion. He hasn't lost, I think, since 2008, something like that. And, of course, at 155, the brand-new champion, Rafael Dos Anjos, who just took Anthony Pettis apart. He hurt him early, and that was the key. I think he hurt him early, and once you buzz a fighter, sometimes fighters don't get unbuzzed. Once you've been buzzed, you don't get unbuzzed, and I don't think Mr. Pettis got unbuzzed, and he lost his decision and went across the board 50 to 45. And, of course, in the process, lost the lightweight championship that he was so heavily favored to to retain. I mean, we all knew that that Dos Anjos can fight. I mean, there's no doubt about it, okay? But to go in there <clears throat> and annihilate, I mean, he did. He just beat this guy from pillar to post in every, every, every round, every minute of the round. I mean, Mr. Pettis wasn't in the fight. As I said, the scores across the board, 50 to 45. That means five rounds of zip. Hey, uh, <laughs> Cuddy's got this girl's name down, but I don't. So I'll just call her Joanna Zenzrek. Anyway, she defeated Carla Esparza in a women's strawweight bout. 115 pounds. That was in the second round, four minutes and 17 seconds. They're putting chicks in these semi-main events, of course, of these USC events. And why not? Because I think the women are going to be the key as far as drawing the the female, the female fan, the UFC. Ronda's doing it, but these other there's got to be more than Ronda. There's got to be more than just Ronda, okay? So they're developing these other girls at different weights, and hopefully some of these superstars will step out. This young lady, Joanna's from Poland. She's undefeated 9-0, and she can fight. Uh, Johnny Hendricks, <clears throat> former welterweight champion, a man that people think this still should be the welterweight champion. He defeated Matt Brown with an unanimous knot across the board, 30-27, uh, he probably should have beaten Matt Brown a little bit more decisively than what he did, although the decision was unanimous and he won every round. He didn't look good doing so and didn't uh, wasn't enamored. The, put it this way, Dana White, the president of the UFC, was not enamored with uh, the performance. Guess who won? Alistair Overroyd. I mean, Overeem. That's right, the former Strike Force heavyweight title holder, uh, Grand Prix champion, all that kind of good stuff. I mean, he was like rocking and rolling when he was when he was in, in, in Strike Force. He just was. I mean, the guy had it all. But he was doing um, vitamins, if you know what I'm talking about, those Fred Flintstone vitamins that, that seems to be so uh, so rampant now in the world of mixed martial arts. Anyway, Alistair Overeem beat on big, uh, big country Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson, of course, one of the bigger guys as far as his gut concerned, but always comes conditioned, always comes in shape. Usually can go five rounds. This time he went three and lost every round across the board. So that's basically what happened in Dallas, Texas. But, of course, the title changing hands and Brazil now having – Two champions, and you know they've got something to look forward to, and they only had one, and I think they're on the verge of losing that one. Because I'm telling you, listen, come July, it's going to be July the 11th. Of course, that's the big fight weekend, International Fight Weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada, USC 189. Jose Aldo, <clears throat> Conor McGregor, McGregor can fight, hasn't lost in a long time, knows what he's doing. Aldo hasn't lost in a long time, but Aldo's old, and when I say old, I mean like old for fighters. He's in his 30s. He's been making the same weight for a long, long time. Hasn't wanted to move up. In fact, the only fight he's ever lost was at 155 pounds. So you can see why he struggles and dies and takes diuretics and enemas. And Listen, these guys will do anything, anything. I remember one boxer in particular, I won't mention his name, except for the fact that he fought Roy Jones for the 168-pound championship. So if you can figure that one out, maybe you know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> but they actually, some doctor came in from Los Angeles and stuck something up from uh, up his backside and actually just, like, extracted stuff. It was like a force. It was, it was incredible. That's how, how desperate he was to make the weight. But making the weight for Jose Aldo, July the 11th, I think it's going to be tough, and I think that's always a big fight for these guys. These guys that have been fighting for a long time the same weight, uh, more like, you know, my man Renan Barreo, of course, lost that 
that uh, Bantamweight Championship to TJ Dillashaw earlier in the year, and of course they're gonna they're gonna hook it up in a rematch. But you know, you can't make the weight, and you you have to make the weight, and you force yourself to make the weight when in in actuality you can't make it. I've heard boxing managers on this show in the past, like Bob Spagnola, talking about when he used to put a uh, put his his. Uh, his longtime bantamweight champion, the longest reigning bantamweight champion of all time, Orlando Canizales, most title defenses, put him in the sauna, and he felt bad about that. But that's just the way it is. Speaking of him in the sauna, Renan Barreo probably going to go in the sauna April 25th. Of course, the Bell Center, Montreal, Canada. Of course, the house that Georges St-Pierre built, uh, the former welterweight title holder. But he's taking on T.J. Dillashaw in a rematch. Of course, he was supposed to fight Dillashaw in a rematch a couple of months back. But Dillashaw uh, was ready to fight. Barreo passed out. Uh, a day or so before the fight, as he got up, he sort of lost consciousness and passed out. And he said, that was normal. That was normal. Nothing in the... Why are they canceling the fight? Just because I stood up and fainted? Well, he said, you know, somebody's going to be fighting in a couple of days, but it probably isn't too good. Anyway, that fight was put off. They had a hobo come in or a last-minute substitute come in. And, of course, uh, Dillashaw won going away. But the rematch is going to be April 25th in, uh, in, in, in Canada. And, you know, I think it's sort of good that they're going back to the home of the great George St. Pierre, because St. Pierre was the, the flag bearer. I mean, he was a guy that, that carried the UFC on his shoulders, much like, you know, Tito Ortiz did for a while, but for a longer period of time, it was GSP. And he would sell out this, this, uh, this Bell Center in Montreal, Canada, I mean, every time out. And, and he, would, he would do it, and, and they would have closed circuit and pay-per-view. And, I mean, I mean he was just like the guy. I mean, he, he, was like, he was like the Tiger Woods of MMA or the Manny Pacquiao of boxing in, in Canada. That's just the way, that's just, that's the, the stature in which he enjoyed, okay? But, you know, things come to an end. Everything comes to an end. Just like fights come to an end. How many different ways can you win or lose a boxing match? How many different ways can you lose an MMA match? I mean, nobody thought that Pettis was going to lose last week. Nobody! Maybe the people close to Rafael Dos Anjos, maybe they thought so, but he went in there with a, with a, with a hurt knee, and so he was all messed up. He went in there injured. Fought injured, another guy fighting injured. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. I mean, you know, I, I, I'd have, I, have a, I had a couple injuries. I, did, I didn't fight. If I wasn't going to be 100%, I wasn't going to go out there and fight. But I guess, you know, when the promotion's on the line and you've got a lot on the line as far as your career is concerned, you don't want to be dealing with the issues of uh, alienating Mr. Uh, Dana White like, you know, like a lot of people have. And, of course, when you alienate him, you end up being matched a little bit tougher. I think you make a little bit less money. And, of course, that's the basis of a lot of the lawsuits going on right now. There's a couple of class action lawsuits, which I think will be joined together against the UFC, uh, charging him with being a monopoly, charging him with underpaying the fighters. And, you know, Kyle Kingsbury, the retired UFC light heavyweight, our number one analyst when it comes to the world of MMA here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. In fact, you can always find Kyle on Facebook at Kyle Kingsbury. Um, but he said that the fighters are only pulling in 12% of the money. So if we have a pay-per-view, let's say it's 50 bucks a pay-per-view, and they're doing 100,000 homes, well, that's $5 million right away. That's $5 bucks. So half that money is going to the cable company, half that money is going to the promotion, but how much of that money is getting off to the fighter? I mean, you hear about these, these locker room bonuses, but like Kyle said, he doesn't see too many of them. He didn't see that. And the most were was like three or four grand or things, things like that. And I couldn't believe that Ronda Rousey fought Kat Zagano for a hundred grand. Or, or, or I mean, I, I just don't know where the money's coming from or where the money's going. And I think that's the big that's the big gist of these lawsuits against the UFC. Where is the money at? Where is it? 
okay? If only 12% is going to the fighters, that means 88% is going elsewhere. The Lorenzo Fertitta, Frank Fertitta, and Dana White own all, Dana White owns 10%. The Fertitta brothers own the rest outside of the, the uh, government of Dubai. They've got like 12%. So those are the three bodies that control Zufa Sports and run the UFC. Okay, and they're taking eighty eight percent of the money. How can you? I, I just I don't. I'm blown away by that. Speaking of blown away, she's coming back quicker than uh, you can imagine. Of course, we're talking about Ronda Rousey. August the first, she's coming back, and Ronda's going to be doing her thing. Guess where? <clears throat> Rio de Janeiro. She's going to go down there and fight Beth Correa. And Beth Correa's got a big mouth, and she's got a good following down there in uh, in Brazil. And she's probably. I, I want these chicks all to be tested. When they fight Ronda, I really, I, I, especially the chicks from Brazil. I'm sorry, it's just the way. I, I mean, you know, you look at, at 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 my man, and I call her my man. I'm talking about Chris Cyborg Santos, and you know, what do you think? An extra male chromosome, or she? I mean, she took steroids. She got caught taking steroids, but of course, Ronda coming off that 12 and a half second win over um, Kat Zagano. And now she's going to do with Beth Correa. That's going to be August the 1st. It'll be a USC Bantamweight Championship. It's going to be a good fight because she's a top contender, Beth Correa. There's no doubt about it, okay? But August 1st, HSBC Arena, Rio de Janeiro. Chicks being the headliners in Brazil. This is the ultimate. And this is what I predicted a couple years ago. And some of you looked at me and thought of me as like a buffoon, an idiot. He's blowing smoke up some girl's skirt. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I told you she was going to be the biggest star of all time. And now she is. She's going back to Brazil. The headline with all the Brazilian fighters in the world, the world champions that are available. They're taking Ronda down to Brazil to fight a Brazilian girl August the 1st, UFC 190. Ronda Rousey, baby, on top. Most prolific fighter in the world with MMA, bar none, 2015. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio. Sirius XM Satellite Radio and American Forces Radio. Don't let nobody take care of business better than you do. Do what it won't give what it wants. Respect will come to you. And you can hold your man. Hold your man. Hold your man. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it. Or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Here's an urgent alert. 
from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242-800-614-1242-800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. All right, here we go. Are you ready? You ready? Brought to you by Bud Light, Joe. Perfect beer for whatever happens. Ronda wants to make it happen quickly. Yeah, she gave There's the arm. It is all over. Just like that. Oh, my God. Now, more Brain Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. UFC official fight night coming to you from uh, Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. Of course, in the main event, Damian Maia tonight at welterweight taking on Ryan LaFleur. Supposedly, Maia's heavily favored in that, but of course, we saw a fight last week in which a guy was heavily favored and got his clock clean. I'm talking about the former world lightweight champion, Mr. Anthony Pettis. Co-feature Eric Silva and Josh Koshek. And Josh Koshek is interesting because he lost a couple weeks ago on a chokeout. And he got choked out, and he had this green stuff coming out of his mouth. He was, like, foaming at the mouth. Like, they're letting him fight a couple of weeks later? I don't know, but I guess anything goes in Brazil. Bottom line is, there's a Chicks fight on the card as well. Chicks hoping to step up and take on the great Ronda Rousey, Amanda Nunes, and Shayna Brasler. That's UFC on Fox Sports 1. Of course, check out your TV guides as far as that's concerned. But live worldwide, that will be on Fox Sports 1. That is the MMA of the week. And, of course, UFC, as I told you, UFC 189, UFC 190. UFC 190, Ronda, think about that. Coming back, a chick, bringing a chick, not only in a main event, she's done that. She almost sold out the Staples Center in Los Angeles, drew over the 10,000 people, okay? All right, so then she's going to go to Brazil, the home of the UFC, where they would never even, they, they, I mean, they got Chris Cyborg Santos down there, but they would never entertain the, the, the thought of a white woman. I hate to put it to you, I guess, and put race into it, but a Caucasian woman going down there, and she's gonna, probably going to beat the snot out of Beth Correa. Beth Correa can fight a little bit, but 
you know, Ronda's Ronda and nobody beats Ronda. We just heard her last two fights. What did they last? Like a combined like 35 seconds? Seriously, 12.43 seconds is what she took, uh, what took her, how much time it took her to take apart Kat Zagano. What is that telling you? Man, I could have lasted longer. Straight up, the best fighter pound for pound in the world of MMA as I speak. Better than John Jones, better than Jose Aldo, better than anybody, better than anybody on this. Let me run this top 10 list to you down as far as the UFC is concerned. John Jones, asterisk next to that. Of course, he's got those, those, uh, that testosterone level of an 85-year-old man, and he had the cocaine thing. The cocaine thing I have no beef with. The T-levels, I do. Jose Aldo, number two. Demetrius Johnson, number three. Number four, the world middleweight champion, Chris Weidman, been out with injuries. Of course, going to hook up with Vitor Belfort later in the year. Cain Velasquez, he's been out as well with injuries. He's going to do his thing with um, in June with uh, Fabrice Verdum down in Mexico City. That's going to be a big mega fight down there. In fact, the Mexicans are going to go crazy. They've sold the joint out. Ronda Rousey's number six. I don't know why. T.J. Dillashaw, number seven. Robbie Lawler, the welterweight champion, number eight. Number nine, Rafael Dos Anjos, the brand-new world uh, 155-pound champion, and number 10 is the former champion, Anderson Silva. And guess what? They've got, they've got Anderson Silva at number 11. This is the guy that tested positive not for one steroid, for two anabolic steroids, performance-enhancing drugs, a month before the fight and the day of the fight, okay? Remember that fight he had with Nick Diaz a few weeks ago? Yeah, positive, a month before and the day of the fight. They still let him fight. I don't know why. It was a performance-enhancing drug. Fight should have been stopped, should have been scrapped, but I guess money talks, and somehow... Somehow, he, he, he's number, number 11 on the pound-for-pound pound list, the best fighters pound-for-pound in the world of MMA. I just don't get that. Let's go to the UFC odds. Of course, UFC fight night tonight. Damian Maya, hmm, slight favorite here. I take that back. Looks like he, yeah. Uh, LaFleur is going to be a uh, minus-125 underdog. So, in other words, you bet a buck and you get 225 back. And then you're going to have to bet a buck five to get a dollar as far as Mr. Maya is concerned. The welterweight bout, Sylvan Koshek, Koshek, a um, about a four to one underdog, almost a five to one underdog. Silva's supposed to light him up and take him out. Josh Koscheck hasn't won a fight since like Ronald Reagan was president. And the women's bantamweight bout, uh, Santos of course and Martin. Hmm, Martin, a slight underdog here. This is good. These are all pretty close fights. Pretty close fights. UFC Fight Night tonight, Fox Sports One. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sports Overnight America, and myself. Zach Attack Young and Big D Dominic Jimenez. Until then, or until next time, peace, love, lots of respect. Only